you know, walk right into a corporation today and see a lot of uh, posters up about how there's a glass ceiling for women and they're underprivileged still at work. It's just plain not true. Women make 8% more than men if they're single. Okay? What, uh, the hidden statistic on that is that um, what's always kept those statistics down for women is that they have children and voluntarily don't work. That's why they seem underemployed and make less income. It's because they have children, voluntarily. It's not somebody took money away from them. Um, many single men who once would have considered marriage no longer see women as true partners in building a financial life, though the women have more earning power. Recent study on men who are completely economically dependent on their female partners found them five times more likely to cheat than men in relationships with women who earn similar amounts. What do you think of that? You ever hear the uh, John and Kate plus eight, the Goslins, right? He was, a, I guess, a computer programmer. They have nine children, like several sets of twins. They did a reality show on them. Yeah, he was a computer programmer, and he quit doing that to help raise all these nine kids, or eight kids. And um, his wife quit being a nurse, and her star rose. She was more appealing in a lot of ways as a TV personality. And then he just basically had no uh, career. He was just watching the kids. And then maybe he cheated, maybe she cheated, but they got a divorce in part because of this. Most of these Hollywood uh, breakups that you see in divorces always have to do with the woman outshines the man. Not, a, not on purpose. I mean, if your wife wins an Oscar, how awesome would that be? But this is all unconscious and psychological. It's something that you didn't do on purpose, she didn't do on purpose, it just happened. And it's wonderful for her, but you feel a little less like a man because of it. And nobody's talking about this in these terms. It's what's going on. So watch out. If you marry a woman, uh, who makes much, much more money than you. Men are graduating college at lower rates than women, finding less employment, and often at lower wages. They need to feel their masculine identity through the individual expression of their career and the rank and value of measurement they determine as males through income. They feel valued by women for their income, not for materialistic reasons, but for the masculine spiritual reasons that our instincts dictate. Do you know what I'm talking about? I like that women like me for my earning power with certain conditions, you know, that it's obvious you know, I'm not getting used. It's like a respect thing. Do you know what I'm talking about? It feels good to treat a woman, to pay for the date. feels good to do that as a man, so long as it's appreciated. Okay, this whole dynamic is just gone, at least in the West. Maybe not as bad in England as in America, but it's just evaporating, this concept that the man pays, the man buys. So now the man is buying, or feels the pressure to buy, and would get some enjoyment out of buying for the woman, treating for the woman, but the woman makes 8% more money than him. Something's not working right here. Women, even while earning more, are also instinctually uh, tending to judge men for this, reflected all around us in the commercials of De Beers, the diamond makers. Did you know the De Beers company invented the whole concept of engagement rings? 
around the turn of last century. Yeah, they didn't exist before. They found these diamonds and they're like, hey, these are valuable. We've got to make everybody buy these, not just the rich. Let's start engagement rings. Awesome. <laughs> and uh, the entertainment fair of the millionaire matchmaker, for example, and even in the music of Beyonce, who exhorts us that if we like it, we better put a ring on it. No questions asked. Women worldwide control over 80% of all consumer spending. Did you know that? Actual documented. Yeah, thanks, Tony, for ruining my, my game, my seminar game. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm kidding, man. I was just reacting to the uh, economic power, and um, people always talk about the salary thing, and I just wanted to make that uh, clarification. So. <laughs> yeah, true. The economic power, look at that. They control 80% of all consumer spending, documented. Women's worldwide wealth between 2011 and 2014 will grow, will grow by, this isn't the total, this is how much it will grow by, $5 trillion. It's a lot of money these underprivileged women are, are making. Uh, they're graduating school more, earning more than men, keep more and grow faster in money and therefore power. While media messages suggest that men need to buy more rings and like it. <laughs> the Atlantic Monthly recently ran a provocative article called The End of Men, which argued that traditional masculine virtues are no longer needed for leadership and progress in our society. Traditional masculine virtues are no longer needed for leadership and progress. You may also recall Neil Strauss's 2005 bestseller, The Game, which spawned a host of internet companies and amateur gurus who offer dating advice to men. But the amateur, unscientific social tips offered in The Game miss the point. Men aren't just trying to hook up and frolic. They want partners who honor them as unique and different as men. They not only want to understand women, but thoroughly be understood by them. Depresculinity, I think, has always been a part of the human condition for men as a personal illness, but now for the first time, it's also clearly becoming an illness of our culture. Okay? There is a cure, and it's not a new kind of pill. It's also not the standard talk therapy, which treats men and women as having the same instincts, needs, and desires. In Depresculinity, you're going to see the answers and how much men need women and other men to team with them in defeating it. Our lives, livelihoods, and love itself are all depending on this. Simply put, women must be stopped. <laughs> Just kidding. Now, we, we have to evolve. We, we need to evolve the sense of masculine intelligence to recognize what's going on. Um, I don't know if you've ever been in a uh, kind of like a big cultural situation, like uh, your first time going to New York, where you notice that New Yorkers have a certain way of doing things and a certain way of thinking. And it's not your way of thinking. And you need to kind of work with that and fit in to get what you want to need. Or if you, were, uh, if you were a Palestinian working in Israel, there'd be certain things you look out for that you understand about the culture to be able to go do your work, right? In that sort of way, you know, in our corporate workplaces, we have to kind of get by and exist as men with political correctness in a way where not too many people get offended by us. But privately, when we talk to each other, you call it locker room talk, we're actually speaking the truth. What do you guys think of that, uh, 
a news story from this past year where uh, the female reporter was in the men's locker room and complained that she thought men were looking at her or something. Do you remember that? Yes. Anybody feel kind of weird about that scenario? Almost like saying, well, what the hell is she doing in there? <laughs> it's a men's locker room. Get out of there. That's our, that's our place. That's where we change. <laughs> yes? Felt like she had blatantly crossed into a boundary and then was expecting them to behave differently inside of their own home. Right. And it would felt very weird to me, not in, a, not in a bullying way, like, well, what does she expect? She's in a men's locker room. They should sexually harass her or yeah. say inappropriate things. But Yeah, I don't believe that either, but mm -hmm. why is she there? How about uh, respond to this one? Did you hear about the J. Crew CEO? It's big in the news this past week. She was painting the toenails or fingernails of her son on an ad. Anybody feel kind of creepy about that? I felt like she's using her son to say, hey, look how cool I am. I'm the new cool mom with a minivan, and I'm a CEO. I actually responded to that on Facebook. Oh, wow. On your, on your oh. thread about that, I'm Brick Armstrong on the Facebook. So You're I, Brick Armstrong. Yeah, it's my <laughs> pseudo name on Facebook. Is um, that the guy from Weatherman? No, it's a made-up name from high school. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I saw that, and I, it was very disturbing to me because I felt like this woman doesn't understand that what she's doing in those early years are really going to form an image that he's going to have of himself. And there's enough challenges for him out there in the world with the things that you mentioned earlier, the feminization, the it's not correct to be a man, you know. Yeah. You should be more like a feminine. Um, and now she's instilling that at an early age. How is he going to then deal with that later on when he's confronted with, you know, the challenges of life, dating, 